Holy Hour of Power, the Terry and Jesse Show. I am the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, <laughs> the Latin lover of Our Lady. Yeah, today's gospel, I can't wait to get into oh, it. Yeah. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. Terry, are you on duty? I'm, I'm on duty, Jess. <coughs> I'm grateful to be here. And I am uh, the Lebanese lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Lebanese lover of Our Lady. Today, Jess, it all comes out. Everything usually ends up coming out if it just takes a little time. Uh, we all talk about Tucker Carlson. He was fired. Everybody knows that. But um, what's the real story? Why did they fire him? And uh, we're going to talk about um, the reasons why he was fired. And uh, it all comes back down to uh, the, the globalists, in my opinion. They're, they want to control they us. They want to control they w- us. <laughs> they want to control our, not only our words, Terry, but even our thoughts. Yeah. 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 So there you go. And then also we're going to be talking about the uh, 300 attacks on U.S. Catholic churches since May of 2020. What's that all about? Uh, then we're going to be having Church Militant talk about what they're going to be doing on their uh, side. And so we got lots of things to talk about. But, you know, Jess, I really like your need-to-know file. I got some good news. And, I, you know, Jess and I both look hard to find sometimes the good news because yeah. sometimes it's need-to-know about some evil things that are going on. This is good news. 22 countries unite to stop the Biden administration from imposing pro-LGBT sex education on children. God bless those countries who are standing up to America and regarding morality. Thank him. Another good news story. Twenty. You won't hear this in the regular news on, you know. It's not allowed. Well, no, that's why Tucker's off. Yeah, yeah, that's why Tucker's gone. Yeah. You can't tell the truth on the mainstream media, right. Terry. 25,000 people turn out for a march for life in Mexico City. To what? To demand an end to abortion. If 25,000 people were, came out for uh, same-sex uh, unions, it would be all over the news. But this is not all over the news, but I wanted our listeners to know that. And then finally, Jess, all good news. When I hear bishops stand up for the culture of death, i got to commend him. Archbishop Broglio tells Catholics in the military, yeah, he's going to tell them right to his face, to refuse any participation in the evil of abortion because what he did jesse uh october 18th he basically told the uh yeah the biden administration that what you're doing is uh repugnant and morally offensive to us and we're not going to participate in it that's the kind of bishop i'm looking for jess that's right terry um a couple of news items that i have yeah on on the uh on the need to know file yeah there's an Irish Irish hate speech law, which could quash the Irish Catholic Church. Yep, yep. So Ireland is preparing to enact a broader ban on hate crimes and hate speech as critics warn of effects on freedom of expression. Uh, that's not a good thing. You can nope. see, you know, a lot of Catholic priests are voicing concerns in Catholic lady. If you speak on Catholic teaching, you could be prosecuted. Not good. <clears throat> also... America Media last year launched outreach to promote the tenets of LGBTQ movement in Catholic institutions, including churches and schools. Celebrity Jesuit Father James Martin marked outreach's first anniversary in a column claiming that there's a, quote, a great deal of homophobia in the Catholic Church, close quote, and that before the church teaches, it needs to listen Father James Martin said, especially to transgender people themselves. Also, Chelsea Clinton 
defends a shocking book. This week, she defended a list of books marketed towards minors, claiming they're vital for children and that attempted book bans of the LGBTQ content are harmful. Chelsea Clinton also shared a write-up on the topic from ABC News, which prominently featured an image of the book Gender Queer, which she promotes uh, to minors, Terry, and it got all kinds of sexually explicit material. That's all I'll say. Well, here's a bit of good news. Let me give you a good news. Republican Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt on Monday, signed a law protecting children from trans surgeries. Another one, good. Like elective double mastectomies on minor girls, pu- puberty blockers, Excellent. and cross-sex hormones. So Oklahoma is the 16th Republican-led state to enact such measures, even as Democrat-led states move to become refugees for the transgender medicine industry. And finally, one of the largest adult <coughs> content websites on the Internet yep. has blocked all users in Utah in an apparent protest of a new state law protecting children from being exposed to pornography by requiring age verification measures. Utahns attempting to access a site now get a message urging them to contact their elected lawmakers to demand solutions that make the Internet safer while you while also respecting your privacy. That, so that's a, the porn industry got upset at Utah <clears throat> because of uh, this battle. Yeah, you know what? Because, We're fighting yeah, back, man. Exactly. Because. The legislators, they, they banned it. Yep. So now if anybody from Utah tries to access pornography, a message comes up and it says, uh, tell your tell your, uh, you know, Utah legislators or, or contact your elected lawmakers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to demand solutions to make the Internet safer. So, yeah, Terry, the war's on. I love, you know, Jesse, in one sense, I do like it. And the reason I do is because it says we got some some blood. We, we, we still have some zeal in us to say, wait a minute, this isn't right. We're going to fight this. Very good. And, you know, Jesse, I just want to mention one more thought that I didn't bring up uh, for St. Athanasius. Uh, and this is his feast day yesterday. And we I managed to bring up that when Arianism was going on, many of the bishops, so they say up to 80 percent of them, were Arians, but when I read and researched, many of them didn't really fall and say that, oh, I, I'm an Arian. They just stayed silent. See, And then many of them, when things went through and we got straightened out, they said, oh, I'm going to do reparation because I was silent. They realized they should have spoken. They didn't. I see the same thing today. Many of our leaders in our church, they don't agree with a lot of the modernists that's going on in the modernism and going on in the church. But they're silent. And I just want to encourage everyone, don't be silent. We have to stand up for the truth. And I think that Bishop Athanasius Snyder, excuse me, is another model for us today. But Bishop uh, St. Athanasius was a model for us to stand up in season and out. Amen. Terry, um, I'm going to go on to some soul food here. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. Today's Holy Gospel John chapter 14, 6 to 14. Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Something very important there. Uh, Thomas asked Jesus one question, and Jesus gives him three answers. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. That's interesting. So, and here's also what's important, is Jesus didn't say, I'm one of the ways, I'm one of the many truths, and I'm one of the ways to eternal life. No, It was singular and exclusive. The Bible goes on to say, Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me. 
So notice, Jesus is the only and last and final covenant mediator Amen. between God and the human race. Amen. And then it says, Jesus says, if you know me, then you will also know my father. From now on, <clears throat> you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long, for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. So notice that all those all that section there, that's all Trinitarian theology yep. showing the interrelationship between the first and second person of the Godhead, that they're one in essence, one in the same. It says here, <clears throat> um, um, whoever has seen me has seen the father how can you say show us the father do you not believe that I am in the father and the father is in me again Trinitarian theology the words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own the father who dwells in me is doing his works believe me that I am in the father and the father is in me there it is again classic Trinitarian theology or else believe because of the works themselves what works are he talking what works are you talking about the 36 miracles and the 27 exorcisms those are the works he's talking about he says amen amen i say to you whoever believes in me will do the works that i do and will do greater ones than these because i am going to the father like people say how can we do greater things than Jesus? <laughs> well, there has been people who have been who have been given different charisms. For example, our Lord Jesus Christ raised three people from the dead when he was on earth. Saint Vincent Ferrer, in Jesus' name, yep. raised twenty-seven people from the dead. Mm-hmm. So the point that I'm making is that Jesus has chosen saints here and there throughout history yep. to do greater things than he even did in the New Testament. Uh, he gave them, he gave, in other words, they did it. Uh, they did what Christ did in many instances and more often. It goes on to say here, I say, <clears throat> um, uh, I, I am going to the father and whatever you ask in my name, I will do so that the father may be glorified in the son. Yep. If you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it. This is why as Catholics in a lot of our private prayers, we'll always say in Jesus name. You know, we'll pray for some healing or or God give us grace or help us or assist us or deliverance or something. And then we'll say in Jesus name. Amen. That comes right from the Bible. Prayers are supposed to be asked in his name to the father in the name of the son. Uh, The gospel of the Lord, Terry. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When we come back, we'll have Fulton Sheen talk about the instinct of salvation. What's that all about? And much more. Find out about Tucker Carlson. What's going on? Why was he fired from Fox? Hey, we got some insight here from a professional investigator on this issue. Stay with us here on the Terry and Jesse Show. I always like to say Jess and I are too blessed to be stressed. We're too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope is money, you bet we'd be billionaires because our hope is in Jesus Christ. Stay with us, family. Wow, Jesse, we're back. Yes, I don't know about you, but every break I get several texts of people saying things that are going on that are they're, they're, people are in are on they're fire. engaged right now. Yeah, they're Catholics engaged. are engaged. Yeah, and, and you that's know, a good thing. Yeah, here's what I want to bring. I want to bring the smartest guy into the room right now, Fulton Sheen, 
This to me is about natural law and also the instinct that everybody has. Even secular people would acknowledge that, you know, this point. Would a duck have the instinct to swim if there were no water? Of course not. Would a baby, baby cry for nourishment if there was no such thing as food? Of course not. And would there be in you a craving for the unending life, perfect truth, ecstatic love, unless perfect life, truth, and love existed? Of course. See, this is what people are looking for. They don't realize they're really looking for God when they start, try to have their happiness fulfilled in all these things in this earth. Nothing will totally fulfill you like God does. And this is the message that we have to get out to people that we need to show them that that, that only life in Christ has meaning. That's, That's all. right. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> I just want to say, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the Saint Saint Philip and James the Apostles are oh, feast yeah. day today. Tell Pray for us. us. Wow, uh, Terry. There's a, a an ex U.S. Army yeah psycho psychological operation expert. They yeah. call him psyops. Yeah, an, an ex U.S. Army psyops mm -hmm. expert. His hypothesis. He says, Fox News fired Tucker Carlson to maintain. Semi-lobotomized, quasi-retarded population. In other words, what he's saying, I'll make it simple. Yeah, he says they fired Tucker Carlson because he's a truth teller yeah, and the, the mainstream media wants to keep the rest of society stupid. That's what he just said. And right? look at the audience he had. That was the other thing. It wasn't like a small audience. He was causing problems for the elitists. Yeah, the, the, the elitists, the globalists, the New World Order. Yeah. So uh, this... Uh, Ex-U.S. Army PSYOPs expert says Tucker's ouster spells the death of American media. Yep. A former U.S. Army psychological warfare officer says that Tucker Carlson was fired by Fox News because of the regime's agenda. He calls Fox regime. That's good. No, I like the regime's that. agenda to maintain an uninformed, semi-lobotomized, quasi-retarded population. The remarks were made by U.S. counterterror expert Scott Bennett. Tucker Carlson and Fox News parted ways on Monday with speculation still raging as to the specific reason why the network canned its highest rated and most popular host. According to Scott Bennett, a counterterrorism expert, he says, Tucker Carlson posed too much of a threat to institutional power because he turned Americans into proper researchers Can't have that. and thinkers. Oh, that's terrible. Can't have that, Jess. Terry, and that's exactly what we seek to do in, on Virgin Most Absolutely. Powerful. You don't have to believe what we say. Just just, just do the research. And notice I didn't say fact check. No, because that's run by George Soros. For those of you out there, Jesse, fact check. That's run by George Soros, okay? Don't fact check. Just do your own research. When Terry and me say something, verify it from independent sources. Don't go to George Soros fact check, okay? Yep. And you know who I'm talking about, you out there. That's always... Uh, emailing me saying, you, 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 you know, I, I fact-checked you, Jesse. And, <laughs> uh, uh, again, what George Soros, his uh, young millennials in underwear in their parents' basement, parents basement what they say on, on fact-check, it doesn't mean a hill of beans to me. Amen. Okay? And you know who I'm talking to out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Tucker Carlson offered an intellectualism, truthfulness, mm -hmm. and an analytical depth that no other news personality has ever done in the history of the U.S., as far back as I can remember, says Scott Bennett. Tucker needed to be silenced because he represented 
too big a threat to the powers and principalities, those are demons, by the way, institutions, now those are humans, and agendas that seek an unenlightened, uninformed, semi-lobotomized, quasi-retarded population that do not question, do not research, do not analyze, but simply digest and follow instructions according to Scott Bennett. Yes, before you go on, I just want to add to this article that I think needs to be said. Fear. Because Tucker Carlson was stopping us from being fearful about lots of things because he was exposing the truth about him. And that can't happen. And that's one of the reasons I think he also got fired because he was trying to let people know that, hey, there's nothing to be fearful about. And you can't do that when, what, you know, what the situation we were in. Now, Tucker Carlson also exposed the fraud and the money laundering. Oh, and the racketeering crimes of FTX. And the Democratic Party in the Ukraine involves the United States government. Yes, mm. I remember that saying, what? Yes, he did. I mean, I said, boy, he's in trouble. He exposed the U.S. Uh, biochemical labs in the Ukraine and their connection to the Democratic Party. President Barack Obama, Vice President Biden, Hillary Clinton, George Soros, Bill Gates, and other U.S. government agencies and the pharmaceutical companies Bennett told Sputnik. Yes, right there in that little paragraph is enough to get rid of him. Terry, I had a bellyache yesterday. Armando Valenzuela was taking me to the airport, yeah, Los Angeles International Airport. Yeah. And we crossed the street uh, on the near the airport. It's called Obama Boulevard. Oh, yeah, I've been by it. Yep. I said, what? What? I know. <laughs> I saw it too. Yeah, I, I got a bellyache. And me and Armando started busting up. It, it, uh, so it says, the ex-hosts... Yeah. Anti-regime rhetoric, that's Tucker Carlson, could no longer be tolerated by the corrupt American media Mm -hmm. and political establishment, uh, says Scott Bennett, adding that his exit signals the death of American media. Wow. I want to just remind you that uh, six billionaires own 90 percent, 90 to 95 percent of all the media. Six billionaires. So if you ever think that we're getting the straight dope, this is why you have to go to places like VMPR. These are these are underground uh, communication networks that are not beholden those six billionaires, independently run, independent thinkers based on the word of God, based on the Catholic faith. Terry, that's what people have to do to get their news. You have to go to, even on the secular source, I tell people to go Epoch Times, yep. you know, go to uh, Bannon's War Room, go to the Daily Wire, yep. uh, go to Breitbart. Don't go to the mainstream media. Yeah. We can't trust them nope. anymore. Nope. Yeah. Keep so going, it yes. says, the former... U.S. Army PSYOPs officer, that means psychological operation, suggested that Senator Chuck Chuck Schumer had threatened to utilize the CIA and the FBI to deploy secret government operations against Tucker to get him off air unless he was fired. Terry, you know, you notice how easily the Democrats can access the CIA and the FBI? Well, they're in bed together. And you notice the, the Republicans try, try to get to Jordan, uh, yeah, no, no. Jordan or, or, or Marjorie Green to hey, I'm going to get the FBI and the CIA to do my dirty work. Yeah, they they the, the FBI and the CIA align themselves with the Democrat Party. Yep. It says Chuck Schumer previously called for Carlson to be taken off the air after he broadcast footage showing that January 6th bright riot leaders were actually allowed into the Capitol and chaperoned around by police authorities. Wow, so Chuck Schumer, the senator, doesn't want us to see the truth 
of January 6th. So because Tucker showed us the truth of January 6th, Chuck Schumer did everything to he everything he could do straw. to get him off the yeah. air. And guess what, Terry? Him, AOC, and others, they were successful. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that ticked him off. Once they people could see the footage there... That just undermined all of their positions. So, yep, keep it going. Yep. Yep. It says, as we highlighted earlier, one of the reasons behind Tucker's dismissal is a lawsuit uh, filed by former show producer Abby Grossberg, who claims she was bullied and subjected to sexist and anti-Semitic harassment. However, even Abby Grossberg's own lawyer revealed that she has never even met Tucker Carlson. Doesn't that shock you, Jesse? I mean, think about this accusation, and you go, wait a minute. Uh, you went, you've been through that, too. I've been through that. You, You're a you sexual head predator. Well, yeah. Really? Where, where, where? Oh, we filed the wrong paperwork. Well, like, Give me a break, man. Accusations are just that. Accusations. Man. Yeah, no, yeah you, I know this triggers you because you know, you know what there. this is all about. Yeah, this is awful. Yeah. Terry, he, here's, um, here's my take, Hell, my analysis. No. Uh, the mainstream media can't have people in competition like Tucker Carlson, who's a truth teller. <laughs> yeah. Because the mainstream media, the globalists, the New World Order, yeah. the Great Reset people, they want us, they want us, people of faith, patriots and conservatives, they want us to walk around like mind numb mind numb robots in saying fear, fear. Terry, stay away from me. Stay stay six yep. feet away from me, yep. Terry. Terry, put on a mask, you're gonna kill me. Yep. Terry, Terry, did you get the jab? Terry, I got boosted. Terry, we better do as Fauci and Biden tell us or else. That's what they want us to do. Yeah. And because Tucker Carlson was a truth teller. You know who he reminds me of, Terry? Who's that? He reminds me of another Paul Harvey. Oh, there you go. He reminds me of a modern day Paul Harvey. And he also reminds me he's got a little bit of Rush Limbaugh in yeah. him as well. Yeah. In other words, Harvey and Limbaugh were two, rest in peace, they were two clear, sound voices that called out the culture of death and they promoted conservative values. Yep. They promoted patriotism. Yep. Whoa. And they even dared to mention the necessity of, to bring back God into America exactly. on that shows, Terry. Yep, yeah. they did. That, that's what upset uh, the globalists. That's my take. I think it's a fair statement and what you take on that. And Jesse, you know, one of the things that Carlson had also talked, and I, I, I saw his speech, and you did too, when he was let go, and he basically talked about how, uh, you know, even his own Christian faith as an Anglican it, it fell apart, okay, for him. <laughs> and you know, he did. And I believe yeah, that there were comments in there. I don't think he's far away from coming into the Catholic Church, and I'll tell you why. Because he's looking for truth and faith and reason in the Catholic Church. Where else do you go, Jess? That we're the only game in town, brother. Yeah. Uh, even uh, Jordan Peterson yeah. said as much. They asked him. They asked Jordan Peterson a while. And he's still a Protestant, by the way. Yeah. I think he's in his, his own journey. They asked him, what's the most rational thing a human being can do today? Jordan Peterson said, become a Catholic. Yes, because we use faith and reason. Where else are you going to get that? As a matter of fact, Protestantism... Actually, okay, I know. It's based on faith alone. Exactly. Faith alone. Bible alone. Faith alone. No, uh, Luther called reason the devil's whore. Yes. Okay? Uh, Islam, same thing. They believe in the Quran alone. The, the, I, I, Islam rejects the use of reason. Ra Aristotelian rational That's thought right. reason is rejected by Islam. They believe in the Quran alone. Uh, secular humanists, what do they believe in? Me, myself, and I. Yeah, and who, follow my follow my own will. Follow my own disordered okay. passions. Terry, I'll tell you ultimately what the Demo the liberal Democrats want. The woke left wants, uh, and 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 this is why they got rid of 
Tucker Carlson. They want groupthink. And, and Tucker wasn't part of the group thinkers in the in the mainstream media. He 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 didn't toe the mainstream media line. That's what the left media wants. Groupthink. They want us to look at the news every night. Don't question their morality. Uh, they want us to conform to what they say, uh, to conform our mind to what they say. Uh, the left, they'll stereotype their opponents as bigots, haters, homophobes, you know, Jesus freaks or whatever. So they, they stereotype. And uh, yeah, Terry, they, the left has been using psychological operations, psyops, which means to influence the emotions, motives and behaviors of governments, groups, and organizations or enemies by whatever means necessary. We'll, we'll be back. Yeah, yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about the 300 attacks on U.S. Catholic churches. See why the Biden administration is doing absolutely nothing. Shock, huh? Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Hit it, Jess. There are over 300 wow. attacks on U.S. Catholic churches. Can you believe that? <laughs> and nobody and that's under thing. a Catholic president, Terry. Yeah, that's scandalous. <sighs> Thanks be to God to our brothers at uh, Catholic Vote, Terry. They, they, they stay on this and they notify us. I mean, they're tracking this all the time. Great service. They're the only, they're the only apostolate, Terry that is tracking these attacks on Catholic churches out there. Yep. And these guys are doing a yeoman's job, I have to say. I agree. Uh, Hats off to them, Terry. I agree, brother. Yeah. Um, As civil unrest gripped the country in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd, which many people want to canonize, no canonization for him, Terry. (laughs) Say a prayer for him. He needs it. He he went to his eternal eternal judgment. And let me tell you, uh, with his long record and the way he died... And the way he lived doesn't look good. That's all I can say, objectively speaking. So uh, Catholic churches, ever since the George Floyd arrest and death, they haven't been exempt from mobs that destroyed property in cities across America. But while the riots and looting mostly died down in the summer of 2020, the attacks on Catholic churches have continued and escalated. Since civil unrest began on May 28, 2020, there have been at least 300, get this, 315 attacks against Islamic mosques. No, 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 no. against Catholic churches in the United States, hmm. including acts of arson, which damaged or destroyed historic churches, spray painting and, and graffiti of satanic images. Wow. Which shows you, Terry, that Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and the Satan, they're involved in it. They're all together. They're all bedfellows. Yep. Rocks and bricks thrown through windows, statues destroyed, often with heads cut off, and the illegal disruptions of Holy Mass. A new spate of at least 152 attacks has occurred since the draft Supreme Court opinion proposing to reverse Roe versus Wade was leaked in early May 2022, with many, including graffiti with pro-abortion messages. Crucially, while a handful of the attacks have included thefts, the vast majority have only involved property destruction, indicating that the primary motive is not material gain. Yeah, Jess, if I can jump in that Absolutely. statement, it says not material gain. You see, 
they're not looking to go and rob the church Mm-mm. from something and then go sell it and make some money. Nope. This is all about intimidation, about saying, hey, you know what, you Catholics, you churches, fooey on you, and you can't do a darn thing about it. And it's almost like, I, I, I use the analogy, Jesse, somebody coming up to you and punching you in the face. Mm. I'm serious. I use and I'll, Now, yeah. I'm just saying we have to use proportionate measures to protect ourselves. Okay, I'm not saying we're going to go out and shoot these people. I'm saying this. We have to defend Holy Mother the Church, just like your brother did a couple years, year and a half ago here in Southern California when they wanted to knock down the blessed uh, the uh, Saint Sarah uh, sorry, Nipro Sarah statue. What did he do? I said, you know, not on my watch. See, this is what we need to do because I believe Jesse, these things will stop only when we protect our churches. That's right, Terry. There needs to be a, 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 a proportionate response. That's what the catechism calls it. Yes. Uh, and so <clears throat> the attacks on Catholic churches have been widespread across the country, affecting 42 states plus D.C. The states with the most attacks are, surprise, surprise, California. Of course, biggest population. 47 attacks of churches, New York, 30 attacks, Pennsylvania, 18 Colorado, 15, Texas, 15, New Jersey, 14 attacks, Massachusetts, 14 attacks, Florida, 13 attacks, Washington, 11, Oregon, 10 attacks. Hotspots with large clusters of attacks include New York City, that has 26 attacks, and the metro area of Los Angeles, 15 attacks, Mm -hmm. Denver, uh, 13 attacks, San Francisco Bay Area, 11 attacks, Washington, D.C., 10 attacks, Boston, 10 attacks, Portland, Oregon, 9 attacks, Seattle, 7 attacks. Chicago 6 and Houston 5. Some of the churches have been attacked multiple times. Oh, yeah. And there's evidence, Catholic Vote has found evidence of an arrest in connection with an, with an attack against a church in only about 25% of the cases. One out of four of times. Yeah, that's not in other words, Terry, this is low priority for the FBI. Of course, FBI. and the Biden administration. And, yeah, the, and the yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, another Catholic church got attacked or oh, firebombed okay. or. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Hey, give me a cup of coffee. This is low priority. You know why, Terry? Because these Antifa, Black Lives Matter, yeah. the Satanist, and the woke left Democrats are anti-Catholic. That's why. Yeah, that's just a fact. Yeah, that, that's just that's 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 a fact. Uh, the article also says that the Biden administration has thus far refused to act to protect Catholic churches and stop these attacks of domestic terrorism. In December 2021, Catholic Vote sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice. Merrick Garland, by the way, he's a top cop of the country. Calling on them to act, pointing to a federal statute which requires the Attorney General to investigate and prosecute such crimes. Catholic Vote says, the President Brian Birch wrote, The vandalism we're seeing today is quickly rising to levels that that haven't been seen since the late 1800s. Wow. And the early 1900s from the organized groups such as the Know Nothings and the Ku Klux Klan, which came from the Democrat Party as well. Yeah. Associate Attorney General Vanita Gupta replied in a January 2022 letter promising a 15 day review to ensure that all appropriate resources are being deployed to protect houses of worship. But since then, there has been no evidence of specific action taken by DOJ talk. and the attacks have continued. Terry, here's my take. Tell me, yes. From the police perspective. Yeah. The left, the woke left, Mm -hmm. they're like Islamic terrorists. If they don't get their way, 
They turn to monsters. They start destroying property and hurting innocent people. And can I just add one Communists more are the same way. Yeah. Nazis are the same way. French Revolution, the Jacobins are the same way. If they don't get their way, they turn to monsters, start destroying property and hurting innocent people. And Jesse, not just the churches. This vandalism has also gone into retail stores. That's why Walmart closed four stores in Chicago. In Hawaii, there's another Walmart closing. Why? Because of vandalism. California, same problem where if you steal up to $1,000, it's just a little ticket. Uh, you don't go to jail for any of this. And so you got people just stealing uh, merchandise, vandalism, and not paying any price for it. You see, and so what I'm saying is we're out of control. It's called chaos. When you have a, when you have a culture and you have an environment where there's no consequences to bad actions, then this is what we get. Chaos. That's all. Yeah. It's called the... Br- uh, Ju- Rudy Giuliani took care of that in New York. It was called the broken window oh, doctrine. Oh, yeah, tell us that. That's a good doctrine. Police yeah, and they found out that if uh, under Giuliani, when he was uh, the mayor, if you, allow, if you leave a broken window, if you leave it and don't repair it and leave it broken, you'll find that within a couple of days and weeks, more windows will be broken. That works. Uh, yeah, but Giuliani and his, and his administration, they figured out that if you fix the broken window immediately, show the, show the community that you care, you're not going to put up with vandalism or and you're not going to put up with uh, mischief. You're going to take care of it right away. You want to bring order and you, you, don't, you don't want disorder. Yeah. Guess what happens? People stop breaking windows. Yeah. And that's what Giuliani found out. That's awesome. Terry, there's a new wave of attacks against Catholic churches, which yeah. began in the wake of the Supreme Court opinion leak in May 2022. Right. And Brian Birch has called, has re- renewed his call to Attorney General Garland and DOJ and the Department of Justice to enforce federal law and prosecute these attacks. But guess what? Neither Garland nor the DA, DOJ appear to have taken any specific action, and there have been no federal prosecutions in any of the cases, even though attacking a place of worship is a federal crime. So not one person federally prosecuted. And according to a report back in June 2022, the Department of Homeland Security has privately warned the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops of credible threats against churches and clergy after the overturning of Roe versus Wade, a bulletin from the National Terrorism Advisory System issued in June 2022 warned that it expects that the threat environment to become more dynamic as several high-profile events could be exploited to justify acts of violence against a range of possible targets, including faith-based institutions, houses of worship, and the attacks accelerated after the Supreme Court issued its final ruling overturning Roe versus Wade in 2022. And in January 2023, Catholic Volk sent a letter to U.S. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan urging him to use the committee's power to open an investigation into the Biden Department of Justice failure to act against these acts of hatred. The attacks have continued unabated with no signs of slowing down. There have been 29 attacks against the churches so far in 2023. If you go to this, uh, if you go to this article, yeah. you can sign the petition to end the uh, the violence against pro-abortion centers in Catholic churches. You can also find every single state, and it tells you how many times they've been attacked. There's a full spreadsheet database yep. of the attacks. You can view it on this article, Terry. And Jesse, this is just again indicative of a culture 
that kills unborn babies. And also, I'm just going to have to say it again, the, the Obama-Biden administration, they're hell-bent on killing unborn babies. So why not let the Catholic churches go be burned down or have vandalism? Because we've got to weaken them because they're also— uh, the Catholic Church's position is that life is sacred, and we, they're making us uncomfortable. So, you know, oh, well, if the Catholic Church gets burned down, well, that's, that's probably a, a good thing because we won't have to hear about their sh shenanigans about the sacredness of life because we want to continue to have the culture of death. Now, that's the Democratic Party. Now, you can go ahead and verify it on me. Go to their, go to their platform, Democratic Don't go Party. to fact check. Don't go to no, Soros' no. own go fact check. Go to their platform. Yeah, Read go to their platform. what they say Democrats Believe, and then I'm going to say something right now. It's politically incorrect. If you're a Catholic listening, and you're a registered Democrat, I'm going to call you out right now and say, "Knock it off, change." <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because you can't be a Catholic and a Democrat. Just can I say it any clearer, bro? No, that's the uh, in the words of Father James Altman, friend of the show. Yeah, you know, Terry. Historically, Muslims have attacked and destroyed Catholic churches. Same with the communists, same with Nazis, and now we have the, the woke left doing the exact same thing. Hey, you know what? The, the left is doing a full court press to indoctrinate people, especially children, into a, their wicked woke agenda, and they're doing a full court press, physically attacking Catholic churches. We'll be right back with Church Militant. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin, most powerful radio. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. We're back. We are here with Church Militant. They're here every single Wednesday. They're here giving us an update on, on what's happening in the culture wars, church politics, uh, politics between the right versus left. And uh, we got Nick. What's going on, my friend? What's happening uh, in the world of Church Militant, and what do you have to report? Doing very well, Jesse. I'm blessed. I'm glad to be on here with you guys. But as much as uh, as much negative reporting as we have to do on the Vatican and Pope Francis and all, uh, there's actually something to laud for uh, today. And so he recently sent uh, a letter where he was upholding the church's teachings Good. on contraception and you know marriage and love and all and he was very firm in saying that you know you cannot separate the procreative and unitive ends and even called for this counter sexual revolution so very good on the pope awesome wow. praise, praise god well that's that's the prayers of all the people that yeah, well, those we, are the effects I, we pray those are the effects of people's prayers that he will confirm us in our faith and he just did yeah he he even said uh uh, he acknowledged something that people um, we, we we tend to think only about abortion a lot of times, but he acknowledged that you know today the ideological and practical separation of the sexual relationship from its genitive potential have resulted in the quest for alternative forms of having a child, no longer through marital relations, but through the use of artificial processes. So, you know, you have your IVF, and you mean talk about these human clonings and all these different things that are, that are very much scary things. Pe people not even using the regular means of trying to have a baby now. It, it's, it's crazy how far the sexual deviancy has really uh, has gone. Well, yeah, and, and that goes that goes to show you the power of prayer, because uh, he listened to the right people, and the Holy Spirit led him to confirm the, us in, in in regards to that area. He confirmed us in our faith. So good for him, because there there must have been pushback 
from uh, a lot of the the modernists in the Vatican, the Roman Curia, and there was probably pushback from some people in high places around the world, you know, the CCP, the World Economic Forum. Uh, but uh, he stood his ground, and, and he did the right thing. God bless him. And those are the fruits of people's prayers for the Pope. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's it's um, it was it was really great to hear, and I mean I, I'm sure that like normal things, the the modernists and leftists in the church, when he does say something that is good, will completely ignore it, act like it never happened, and then when there is something confusing or they can twist, they're going to do that. And so I don't expect to hear a whole lot from them on this, but it it was great it was great for us for the faithful to hear something being uh something being reaffirmed like that. Trust me, when something like this happens, this is huge because I, I, I read historically that when Pope Paul VI was writing Humanae Vitae, he was getting visits from billionaires around the world, the Rockefellers and others. They're saying, to him, you need to change. So you need to change the church's teachings. So we're talking about high level influential people. They'll go visit the Pope and they'll try to, uh, again, uh, you know, parlay a deal with him, so to speak. Yeah. And so good on Pope Francis that he resisted anybody trying to tempt them to, to change the church's teachings, which he can't do anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, so next we have um, uh, 22 states are standing behind Jack Phillips. If you don't, if you uh, remember Tell us correctly, about Jack he, Phillips again, he, he is, uh, he's the cake boss guy, he, right. the masterpiece cake shop yep. who had to go to the Supreme court <clears throat> over not over rightly not saying he's going to bake a cake for a homosexual wedding, but he's back in court again because, so it turns out on the same day the Supreme Court said that they would hear his case for that homosexual cake, uh, this activist attorney who was trying to, you know, I, I don't know, trying to get big or trying to pull a fast one, called this, called his, uh, his cake shop and requested two different cakes. So the first one, he wanted a cake for uh, gender transitioning. And then the second one, he wanted a cake with Satan smoking marijuana. Wow. And so what Jack did is he, he said no to both, obviously. Like he, he wasn't going to turn back now after, uh, after saying that, that other, the other one uh, defied his religious belief. He wasn't going to turn back. And so now he's back in court with, with this new one over the gender transition cake. And so he actually lost in a lower court in Colorado. The, the court said that he, he needs to make the cake. But now um, 22 states are backing him up, sending a letter to the, to the Colorado Supreme Court saying, hey, you need to hear this case. You need to reverse that decision because this directly goes against his First Amendment right and his right to practice his religion and to adhere to those things. Wow, what a good fight you got on our hands i love it yes yeah it, it, i do because we're pushing back nick that's the point yeah yeah and and thankfully the court rulings have for the most part gone our way in cases like this i i am scared for the day when it doesn't but thankfully uh things have been held so far with um with a lot of these big first amendment cases right. where they where they have gone our way and justice ha justice has been had but they're, they're the other side is uh doesn't seem like they're going to stop trying. That's right. But, uh, yeah, but that, that's why as Catholics, uh, we have to remember that evil never sleeps. Yeah. And that's why St. Paul says that we got to promote the gospel in season in and out. out of season. Uh, what else have we got, Nick? What's going on? Yeah, so the last one there, um, also in the realm of free speech, there's uh, this Irish criminal justice bill, which... 
they're trying to pass now. It's it's going through. Um, it's it's been through a few different places there. It's making it's gaining traction, but it's it's really crazy. Um, I mean, we've seen a lot of this in the Great Britain area, but you could be charged for 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 someone who prepares or possesses material that is likely to incite violence or hatred against a person or a group of persons on account of their protected characteristics. So what does that mean? So what are the protected characteristics over there? There's things like religion, but there's also things like gender and sexual orientation are these are these protected characteristics. And so theoretically, um, critics are saying that if you have even like a meme or something on your phone or your computer, you could be charged and go to jail if if mm. it's something that could upset someone who is um, homosexual or who thinks they're a different gender or anything like that. You, you could go to jail for these things, and we and we've seen that recently in that area. I mean, if you if you recall the uh, the Catholic priest and the laywoman yep. who were both arrested in England just for silently praying outside of an abortion center. So they're, they're having all these hate speech laws they're trying to enact that could have some serious ramifications. Nick, basically having a biblical worldview could offend people, especially homosexuals. And so if you practice your faith, if this law goes through, it seems to me that you could be arrested for practicing your faith because it could offend others who have a secular humanistic uh, view of life. Am I onto something? Yeah, I think you are. I, I think it's offensive to me that I could be arrested for standing up for my faith. And so I don't know where that falls into play yeah. in the legal system. But I, I am slightly offended that a law like this would be passed going against my religion. Yeah. Amen, brother. You know, you know what? whatever any of you or anybody in the audience may have thought about Donald Trump, I can tell you this. He didn't buy into this uh, this woke ideology, no. and he's ba- he's basically said, as part of his platform in 2024, all this woke nonsense, all this uh, you know this uh, controlling of speech and thought, that's going to be gone day one by an executive order. So uh, I again, once again, uh, I've seen these uh, bumper stickers on people's cars, and it makes me chuckle when I see them. It says, it says, uh, hi. Uh, I'm Donald Trump. Do you miss me yet? <laughs> and and, and yeah. guess what? And guess what? I do. When I when, when I look when at those I bumper the... stickers, I'm right behind. I say, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, especially when you go yeah, to the tank. It's it's um it's crazy because just uh, just to think about how different the world was just a couple years ago and how much it changed. Oh, yeah. And theoretically, it could just as easily pretty much right. turn the other I way. Agree. And yeah. and so it it, it is. An endurance right now, but it's it's a call to action of look, we can pretty simple. They're, they're trying to make it seem like it's so difficult, so arduous to overcome these things, but it's it's really not. We could flip the switch pretty easily in a lot of ways, and it's it's having the perseverance now, but it's it's fighting to you know put better people in charge next time because we we could easily with a flip of a hat, a lot of these issues we're talking about every day on the news and all could go our way. Amen. And not only that, I want to remind both of you that there's more of us than them. That's right. And what I mean by that, there's more people of faith, conservatives, and patriots than there are uh, leftists. Because you you have two types of people that that are that uh, had a, that have a, a, a thinking error. You have liberals, and then you have leftists. A liberal, you could have a conversation with, like, for example, a. a 
a, a Kennedy Jr. Uh, you could have a conversation with, uh, y- you know, with uh, the, the famous Jewish lawyer. What's his name? That uh, Alan Dershowitz, yeah. uh, even Geraldo Rivera. Those are liberals. Those are classic liberals. You can't have a conversation with a leftist, but that's a minority. The 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 the, the leftists like AOC, Bernie Sanders, those that are on the extreme spectrum. We outnumber them by far, conservatives, patriots, and people of faith. It's just like the old saying, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and they seem to know how to get their message out there. Yeah, they do. They, they, are, they are louder. They are tougher. They are, they are out there. I mean, you saw even in Texas yesterday, they were talking about um, one of those gender uh, bills, and they, were, they stormed the Capitol building. They were all in there. And that's their M.O., is that they're ready and they're willing to be out there protesting, inciting all these events. And um, a lot of and a lot of times um, the conservative side has not been as willing. We, we have to we have to for the good things. We have to go out there we have to celebrate them. And for the evil that's going on, we have to meet not violence with violence, but we have to meet the the loudness and just the, the willingness, we have to meet those with, this, with the same kind of aggression in ways. Yeah, and, uh, but I will tell you, there, there are some good Catholic pockets of resistance. I'll tell you one group that does impress me, Nick, is uh, over the weekend, American East Fatima, they were out there in full force in Boston, Massachusetts. About 50 young guys, I mean, look at the young guys, suits and ties, bagpipes, rosary in the hand, banners saying Satan has no rights. And also there's a resurgence of good Catholic examples out there of people that are holding the line as Braveheart says. Terry, take it away. All right, Nick, thanks again for joining us here. Church Militant, Nick, you guys are doing good work. Keep it up and may God richly bless your your staff, brother. God bless you guys as well. You got it. Jess Romero, what state should we be living in, brother? Let's live in a state of sanctifying grace. Don't live in a state of mortal sin. Let's become holy or die trying and flee this corrupt generation. Terry. Remember, Our Lady of Fatima, I say it every day. Why? Because we can participate in the salvific work of Jesus Christ. Because she said, souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. Are we willing to make some sacrifices and participate in the salvific work of Jesus Christ? Say yes. Why? Because this is what life's all about, salvation. And this short life that we live will determine where we will spend eternity. Yeah, that's how it works. I want to thank you for supporting Virgin Most Powerful Radio. And may God richly bless you and your family. Up next, Matt Arnold.